an insane, unhinged parent has his child intentionally hit me with his dirt bike from behind, and I barely make it away with my life. I just had the weirdest encounter with a parent. For some context, I'm currently doing a walk across three provinces, totaling in 1,500 kilometers. I'm from Toronto, and on April 30th, I arrived in New Brunswick to walk the Trans-Canada Trail from the start right to Niagara Falls in an attempt to raise money for MADD Canada, which is Mothers Against Drunk Driving. I'm now on day five of my walk, just hitting the 300 kilometer mark. Because just walking alone can be tedious, I use my headset so I can rock out as I walk. At the moment, I am fairly close to a town, so I am seeing a fair bit more people than I did yesterday. And this afternoon, there were ATVs zooming past me on this trail. To be safe, I was walking far on the left-hand side, so in the worst case scenario, I could see the ATV coming and have an opportunity to jump out of the way instead of being taken down from behind. What I didn't account for was the terrible parent and their goblin hellspawn taking offense to me even using this path. Mind you, I was on a state path of the trail. It's easy to walk, not hilly, and I was just minding my own business and rocking out like a legend when suddenly I'm flat on my face, down on the ground. Something took me out from behind. And there I was, completely dazed, face down on the ground. My headset was knocked clean off my head, and in my fall, I went flying 15 feet ahead and down the embankment. When my brain registered what happened and came out of the daze, and I hear a kid laughing and saying to his father, you got him good, to which the father exclaimed that people like that won't learn unless you teach them a hard lesson. Now keep in mind, at this point, I am in pain and my adrenaline is pumping, so I was upset. I stand up and I start yelling at them. So this parent actually saw me peacefully walking down the trail, minding my own business, and didn't like the fact that I was on the left-hand side, which in his mind, I guess, was me breaking the law. So he told his hellspawn to go full speed and ran me from behind on his dirt bike. This guy explains all of this to me as I stood up. For the most part, I had been able to keep my cool. The kid had left his bike where he took me out, and I'm looking at the thing and notice the red blotches on it and the drips of red on the ground where I'd been walking. I had been so focused on what had happened to me and focused on the father that I didn't notice my legs were wet and my shoes were wet and now full of warm blood, both on the outside of my shoe and on the inside. And I also just noticed the huge gashes on my legs. Now that's the exact second I lost my cool and started screaming at the top of my lungs at these guys, asking what on earth they were thinking and how they almost unalived me. I swore a lot and I started moving closer to this guy. And that's when the parent pulled out a very large knife. Now I also carry a knife on me, but in no way have I ever thought about using it on another person, nor was I in any way about to have a monkey knife fight with this guy and his kid. This guy's already proven that he's completely out of his mind. So many things were running through my mind at that moment that I did the only thing I could think of at the time. Now, for my safety while on the trails, I keep a small pouch on my belt at all times, and in this small pouch has a bottle of spray in it. This spray is called Bear Mace, and it's a stronger version of pepper spray to save your life in case of a bear attack. Now, I have spent a lot of time in the woods camping and fishing and doing all kinds of activities. In 20 plus years, I have never needed to use it, and I honestly never imagined that the first time I would use it would be on another person. And honestly, if I didn't think I was about to be unalived by this psychopath and his demon spawn child, I would not have done what I did. But I pulled out the bottle and I sprayed both of them and I got them good right in the middle of the face. And as they were screaming in pain, I threw their bikes down the embankment and hoppled myself as far away as I could get. I booked it for about 10 minutes until I stopped to clean myself up using a bottle of disinfectant I kept in my bag. The gashes on the back of my legs are deep, but the wounds are clean 
clean. So I use super glue to close them up and I make it in town to stay at a really terrible motel for the night. What I have taken away from all of this is that people from sparsely populated areas like this have serious issues. It's not like they didn't see me coming either. I wear a reflective orange and yellow vest and I had a purple cowboy hat on. I mean, how can you possibly miss this? But sometimes some people just want to cause you problems and try and hurt you in a very serious manner. This is an insane story because that's just unacceptable. This guy almost lost his life on a public trail, all because this one parent just didn't like the fact that he was walking on this trail, minding his own business. To actively aim for someone with your dirt bike with the intent to do harm just to try and prove a point. You know what would have proved a point? Riding by, stopping, and yelling at them. Not physical assault. I'm really surprised that this original poster hasn't gone to the police and told them exactly what happened. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know any legal stuff. But from the sounds of it, this guy did what he had to do to defend himself. In my opinion, it looks like this guy used the bear spray as a way to get away from these psychopaths. Like, imagine what you would do if you get hit by a dirt bike after the parent encouraged their kid to hit you with the dirt bike, and then this guy pulls a knife on you. I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing as the original poster. I would do whatever it takes to get away from these people and to save my own life, because these people were threatening to take his. So I don't really blame him for using the bear mace. This original poster is also kind of unbelievable. I mean, this guy knew exactly what to do to clean his wounds and then super glue his wounds closed. Like, this guy needs to be in the CIA. That's some top-level stuff. The original poster also goes on to say later that he actually got the entire interaction on his GoPro and recorded the entire interaction, so I'm personally very curious to see this footage in action. Overall, though, I'm really happy that the original poster got out of there with his life, and hopefully nothing like this ever happens to them ever again. Am I the jerk for still being mad at my boyfriend? After a heated argument, my boyfriend and I broke up. After a month, we've gotten back together. However, I found out that he hid some specific relationship behind my back while we were still broken up. Five days after our breakup, he started sending some questionable messages to a girl he told me not to worry about, exchanging inappropriate pictures, planning to hook up, going to each other's houses, etc. According to him, they never spent any quality time together, if you know what I mean. He would just go to their place, and they would just hang out as friends, which I am totally not buying. Before we got back together, he asked me if I had done anything with guys, and I told him no, because I didn't. However, when I asked him the same question, he told me no, even though he was. He never even thought to tell me when we got together again, and he was just planning to hide it forever. When I found out he lied to me, and that he was doing that only five days after our breakup, I was so hurt and obviously confronted him. I read the messages myself, and I feel so disgusted. I simply can't believe he would do that to me. It really traumatized me and makes me feel like he never loved me, because during the breakup, I couldn't eat, sleep, or do anything, and he was just trying to get with another girl. I wouldn't even think of trying to get with another man. I'm too in love and was still hung up over him. He's told me that I'm overreacting, and it doesn't matter, because he only wants me now. He also told me that he doesn't have to tell me stuff, and that he can hide it if he wants to. I'm honestly torn, and I just don't know what to do. Any advice would be wonderful. I'm personally very surprised that this woman even began to try and get back with this guy. If I found out the details that she found out, and I was in her shoes, there's no way I would have wanted him back. Not only the fact that he went on to try and get with another girl, like, okay, hey, we broke up, you seem to be getting over it pretty quickly, but I'm still hurting. It's the fact that he was going to try and hide this from his girlfriend after they got back together and just not say anything. That is a pretty telling red flag to me personally, and it's not something you really want to toy around with. Like, if he's willing to hide that part of himself, imagine what else he might be hiding. Who's to say that's not the only girl he tried to spend quality time with? 
He very easily could have done that to multiple women right after he broke up with her. So in my opinion, if I was her, and I'm not trying to tell her what she should or shouldn't do, but I would definitely not want to be with that individual. There's no way I would accept that behavior. That is just unacceptable. That is not indicative of a good relationship. And she can do so much better. Life is too short to waste your precious years on manipulative cheaters. And honestly, one day she's going to find someone that sweeps her off her feet, who makes her feel happy, secure, and safe, and loved, and won't go behind her back just to try and see this other girl, despite them being broken up. And what kind of reaction is that? It's been only five days and he's now getting with another girl? How quickly did that escalate? And I also want to know, how long has he been talking to this other girl? It's all super suspicious, and honestly, in my opinion, she can do so much better. Today, I found out my boyfriend is actually my half-brother, so I'm not exactly sure how to start this. I'm a 22-year-old female, and my boyfriend, who's 24, has been dating me for two years, and we're planning to get married soon. We had a strong relationship and really clicked, but stuff has not been the same since. When we got together, we got comments all the time on how much we look alike and how similar we are, but we just brushed off those comments. But the flags were there when we would talk about how little we remember our fathers and how our description of our fathers were almost identical to each other. My dad was a bit of a player, and I stopped counting how many half-siblings I had after I got to 20. He would take advantage of a young, struggling woman and then intentionally get her pregnant. He'd stick around for the kid until they were about two years old and then flee the country. Honestly, I wish this had not happened. We were at my mom's house and she kept making comments about how similar we are and about how similar we looked and how my boyfriend looked like my dad. It's stupid, really. It was all too clear. Eventually, we decided to both do ancestry tests just to prove we weren't related and boom, there it was. The same man on both tests. It was kind of shocking. So yeah, we were half-siblings. I'm not sure how we are going to go on knowing we came from the same dad, but yeah, I completely regret the test and talking to my mom that day and everything else. I still love him, but it feels like something has changed in a way. I'm not sure what to do next, and I know what you're thinking. This has got to be fake, right? But honestly, I wish this was fake. Unfortunately, this is currently my life, and I wish I had a solution. What should I do? Let me just say that the man being described as the father in this story is an absolute scumbag. He would purposefully sabotage intimate moments with his current girlfriend just so she could get pregnant. That's the most family-friendly way I know how to describe that. And then he would leave the country once the kid got to two years old. What an actual terrible human being. That is absolutely atrocious, and I can't possibly imagine what kind of stress that put on the mom. But finding yourself in a situation where the love of your life is actually your half-sibling is actually kind of horrifying. If that was me in that situation, that would be the nail in the coffin for that relationship, personally. I would not be able to move forward knowing that I'm staring at a sibling, and I'm in love with them, and I kind of want to get married to them. Like, I personally would not be able to shake that. It doesn't matter what kind of history I have. It doesn't matter what kind of time I spent with them. Nope, sorry, I'm out. Can't do it. Maybe other people could make it work, and they are better people than me. But me, personally, this is just about as far as I could go. So I wish this lady the best of luck in navigating this, and I'm really sorry that this turned out to be such a terrible situation for you. My entitled mom is demanding that I give 65% of my salary to her every paycheck. My mom doesn't care about me or my life and most of the time she's out with her boyfriend doing God knows what. I do my own stuff and I pay for whatever I want with my own money because I have a part-time job. I am still in school and I'm 16 years old. Yesterday I bought new headphones I had been saving up for. When my mom saw this, she immediately asked why I was wasting money 
on useless objects and told me to return it. Here's the crazy part. She got upset and now wants me to give her 65 or a minimum of 60% if she's feeling generous of the money I earned at my part-time job. All because I'm her kid and I owe her for raising me and paying the bills in the house I live in which is ridiculous. She is insane. She should ask her insufferable boyfriend for it and not her son who's still in school. And it's not like she even lends me or gives me money at all in the first place. So now I have to pay just to exist. Great. And yes, I have every intention of moving out when I turn 18. I've even started looking into getting emancipated too if I can. My dad is not in the picture and I have no idea where he is, but hopefully he wouldn't treat me as badly as my mom is treating me. How disgusting of the mom to demand 60 to 60% of this kid's paycheck at a part-time job. Like, you can bet he's not making that much money at 16 years old. But the fact that his mom wants a cut of that, if not most of it, is ridiculous. Like, what parent would do that to their child? He is 16 years old. He has nothing. I understand if you want to try and make them find some semblance of responsibility and to help them get ready for the real world with, like, paying for bills or doing chores or any of that. That I could possibly understand and see that as, like, a learning experience or whatever you want to call it. But to just straight up and some kind of selfish way demand 60% of your kid's paycheck just because you raise them and the fact that you're their parent is really gross. Like, imagine how that makes the son feel. I know how that would make me feel and it would completely make me feel unwanted. It would make me feel like an object, like someone that they can just take money from for nothing. It also, in my opinion, kind of makes it implied that the mom didn't want him in the first place. It almost sounds like she just kind of put up with him and she didn't really want to have to deal with raising him and I pay for all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. So you better give me 60% of your paycheck. It's just like super selfish and super gross and vile. And I really hope this kid is able to get emancipated and get out of that house when he turns 18. Because that's a terrible living situation and he can do so much better. My mom gets incredibly angry with me after I asked her not to come with me to a doctor's appointment. I am a 21-year-old male with several medical conditions, two of which would classify me as disabled. But I run from that label personally, maybe because of how I was raised. But because of that, I'm always in physical therapy and I always need to be inside of a pool with a coach. And as you could probably already guess, all of that costs money. Currently, I live off of my dad's money. They have always prevented me from getting a job. He is a medium-sized civil construction business owner. So growing up, he was able to support me and my half-brothers. When I went out on my own to live by myself two years ago, I didn't have as many health issues, and the allowance my dad set up was more than enough for me to pay rent, go to college, and pay for utilities. So when my health started to decline, I wasn't prepared for the extra $600 I would be spending just to take care of my health. Well, yesterday I called my mom hoping she could help me afford a $191 bill after three years of not asking for more money or anything else. Instead of helping me out, she just started asking where I was putting the money and if I was trying to take advantage of my dad. I cut the call short because I couldn't handle having my character questioned. After 21 years of nothing less than flawless honesty and three years of good money management. So today I subtly asked her if she could skip my doctor's appointment. I didn't say it, but it honestly was because she made me nervous and uncomfortable and I was still a little bit upset. But I made it a point to make sure that I never said that and I never implied that. I just subtly said, hey, I want to go by myself this time. But things didn't go as planned. She instead passive-aggressively lashed out at me and sounded very offended. And also, because I didn't want her in the office today, she said she's going back to her home country a month earlier. And I don't think she's even planning on saying goodbye. Overall, my situation is really weird and I just wish things would stabilize for once. This is a really unfortunate 
unfortunate circumstance because it looks like this original poster is really stuck between a rock and a hard place. They want to live on their own, but they didn't anticipate having so many medical issues. And that can really put a burden on someone. It doesn't matter who you are. So asking for a little bit of help from your family isn't totally unusual. It's just a shame that they acted this way. Hopefully, though, this can get worked out. It seems like the mom maybe overreacted and is now planning on leaving the country or something like that. I guess they had just been visiting for a while and they're going back to their home country. But now they're going to be leaving a month early because they got offended. That seems like a massive overreaction, if you ask me. Like the way the original poster even asked them not to come to the doctor's appointment could not have been more carefully worded. They basically implied that they said in the nicest way possible, hey, I just want to go by myself. And they didn't list any of the reasons why they didn't want their mom coming with them. They just said it in a nice way and then their mom freaked out. It's also really bizarre to me that the parents don't want this person to get a job or anything like that. And yet still they'll freak out when money is somehow not being spent the way they want it to. That just seems really weird to me. But hopefully things can work out for the better. This is probably a very stressful situation for the original poster to be in. And the last thing they want to deal with is their family who's basically funding their ability to live to be upset with them and somehow pull the plug. Otherwise their health would probably suffer. Today I messed up by accidentally poisoning myself. So remember that slime stuff that was real popular back a few years ago? Well, a few years ago, my sister made it and it spilled on the carpet. And that carpet just happens to be in my closet. She was a lot younger, so I don't really fault her for making the spill. And by the time we found it, it was like concrete. So we never really did anything about it. Fast forward to yesterday, and I decided to take it upon myself to get that dry, crusty slime out of the carpet. I looked up how to remove it, and it said two parts vinegar, one part water. Simple enough, I made the solution and used napkins to dab the slime out of the carpet. It actually started to work, but I wasn't satisfied with just that. So before I stopped, I decided to spray some Clorox cleaner bleach on it. I'm sure some of you know where this is going. To preface with a little backstory about myself, I'm a 19-year-old man, and I've never truly looked into cleaning products and what to mix and what not to mix. I also have epilepsy, which comes into play later, so remember that. So anyway, after spraying this cleaner and bleach solution onto the carpet, hoping to at least get the color out, I started smelling this strong bleach smell. I hung around the area for a little bit and could smell what I thought was the bleach working its magic. Luckily, I was done trying to clean after that, so I left the area not too long after spraying. When I went to bed last night, I began having auras, which are like, at least in my case, mini seizures, where you see colors and a static-like image covering your vision for like two minutes. Other people have different experiences, this just happens to be mine. I had six in the span of about 24 hours, which is a lot for me, as I usually only have these maybe once every few months or so, and haven't had a full-blown seizure since I have been medicated. I spent most of the day resting in bed, which just so happened to be next to my closet, which also happens to be next to the vinegar and cleaner mix, which is right next to me that I'm breathing in. My parents and I were super confused until about an hour ago. I realized I probably poisoned myself with chlorine gas being emitted from my closet. I share a room with my brother, and he has not experienced anything yet. I also never got any of the traditional symptoms that come along with chlorine gas. Stuff like nausea or burning eyes, etc. So I'm guessing there wasn't that much gas to begin with, and it was just messing with my already broken brain. I checked the bottle of the cleaner, and it does say to not mix with any other products. No, duh. So I doubt that it did very much at all to me. Still, this made me feel very lucky that I came out with just some minor symptoms related to my seizures. I now have the windows open, and I'm hoping that this helps get rid of some of the smell. But obviously, the closet is a windowless area, so I don't know if it'll help. As for the stain, it is still dyed pink in color, but all the physical slime did get washed out, which, I mean, all things considered, is a minor victory that I will happily take. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I've said it once, I'll say it a thousand times. This is such a dangerous combination when it comes to cleaning supplies. If there's one thing you take away from this channel, it's that you should never mix bleach with vinegar. It is so dangerous and it can cause so many problems in your life. This original poster got very lucky. I've seen many stories like this where people accidentally poison themselves when they're just trying to clean. And worse enough, it doesn't seem like this is something that's super common knowledge. Like I had no idea this is what could happen if you mix those two ingredients. Thankfully, the original poster had a good plan of action to try and get rid of the smell and to try and air out his room as best he could. And hopefully something like that never happens again. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.